Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March the 30th, 1991. We're almost done with March. Three months into the year, the first quarter is just about over of 1991. I am sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Harper because, as we always know, um, he's always late and what's new? Before I throw it over to Doc, I want to give a special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Trilogy, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every week. I'm sorry, each and every month. Uh, and you guys are the sponsors of the show. And then a couple of new patrons and some patrons who bumped up. So Michael R., new patron, Eric K., new patron, Dakota H., new patron, Courtney W., new patron, Will Parker, big time Hall of Fame patron, bumped up his pledge, and Aaron Miller, Bumped up his Hall of Fame level pledge. Oh, bumped up to the Hall of Fame level. So thank you, Aaron Miller. And on that particular note, now that I got that piece of business out the way, let me throw it over to Doc to see how he's doing this lovely evening. Oh, it, it, I'm doing great. It rained today. It wasn't 100 degrees. Our land is inhabitable again. I, I, it is amazing what a little shift in the weather can do for your life. I'm loving these temps in the 80s. We didn't get rain today, though, but we got a lot last week. And, uh, you know, maybe it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I feel blessed and it's a blessing. But it was very cloudy. It's been cloudy all day. And uh, it's in, like I said, it's in the low 80s. What can you ask for? You know what I'm saying? You can't. Now, I want to kick it to you. Um, It seems that you may have become the last member of of the, the crew here to uh fall to the pandemic do we believe that's true or not well well, i'm still negative technically by we know the test but um i am unusually fatigued uh the last two days and almost narcoleptic type sleepy which i'm never like that i don't sleep during the day uh, but i've been slogging through work still um, the, the misses, you need, to get, in, you need to get a better job, man. And when I had it, I just took off and slept. Uh, I'm getting close. If it gets any worse, um, my sinuses are all messed up, but that's kind of normal for me usually, but I kind of feel a little funny there, but I just been real tired, like unusually tired. And that's weird for me in the middle of a day to be just like narcoleptic. Now the misses, she's hacking up a lung. She's, um, 
coughing all over me. Uh, she's blowing snot out of her nose, headaches, um, tired as well. Uh, the youngest, she got it, and um, she bounced back after pretty much two days, it seems. Three days, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So she's yeah. like, "This is this is stupid. Who's gonna drive me around now? Y'all need to get well." Um, so it's running through the house, but they're the only two who have tested positive so far. And well, what my doctor told me was, just because you tested negative with this strain doesn't mean it was negative. You have it. We'll see. Like I said, I I I got the fatigue symptom, and my sinuses just are kind of killing me. Harper says he's on. Let's call him then. But um, he doesn't know because I didn't even tell him when I talked to him yesterday. Uh, you know, it, me, him, and D-Man did the Blazing Saddles review. I know that would kind of make you upset. but uh, How, Why? I, I, don't know, I don't know. It was a lot of fun, actually. You know, okay. it was really cool. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. anyway. No, it was, it was a good time. Yeah. But, right. yeah, the Rona, the Rona um, that thing, because I don't want to get any trouble. It's not the, over, man. Tube you, uh, it's running through my house at this point. I didn't tell you that, Harper, yesterday. Harper, do you, are you wearing a mask? Why? Are you wearing yep. your mask? Why, COVID spreading? Um, no, no, it finally hit my household. We Mike finally has got it. it. So you, no, that, that fucking that sickle cell will get you. Wow. <laughs> what an if, asshole. If the you're, you're, you really are. You really are. <laughs> if the sugars don't get you, the sickle cell will. Come on. That sugar foot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, bro, I'm not trying to say nothing, but like I followed my doctor's advice. I was religious with my vitamin D and vitamins and whatnot, and it ain't hitting me as hard, is it? Yeah, it was kind of like two poops once I got it. I was like, well, huh? So I don't know. You know, you know. I mean, like it is what it is, but but I took all the rec- I took all the recommended precautions and then supplements as well. So it's not like I ran out there and made out with a coronavirus germ and then just got it. Yeah, yeah. my wife's my wife's in there hacking up a lung. I can hear. Oh her fuck! Yeah, she's she's just <laughs> scream out, work that ass for daddy, and she'll start laughing so bad <laughs> she coughs it all up. <laughs> Your kids got it. Uh, the the youngest what do you one. You think Mike got it? The youngest one was the one who was showing symptoms first and got it. Now, at this point, only my wife and daughter are the only two who have tested positive. So my mother-in-law, the oldest, and I, we haven't tested positive yet. But I was telling um, I was telling Doc, I, I, I must have it because Sunday and yesterday, like during the day, I was unusually fatigued and sleepy. Like, and I'm never sleepy. Like during the middle of the day, I'm ripping and going. Or even if I'm sitting on the sofa watching TV on a weekend, I, I don't. I'm not one of them type of people who just fall out at like noon, you know, or two o'clock, three o'clock. This is not me. And I was fucking dozing off nonstop on Sunday. I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with me?" Um, and then my sinuses are bothering me a little bit too. But we'll see. I I might wake up tomorrow hacking up a lung, chewing on a ventilator. Who knows? Yeah. Can you still taste the Hennessy, brother? Uh, no. Was she probably a guy at school? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My daughter. Well, speaking got of school. school, I want to bring up something else. Oh jeez. Um, I, I well, I forgot to do this last week, and since then, Mike, you've done something that I haven't done in almost thirty years. 
Um, and that is you attended a high school football game. So for yeah. all, of, all of the old turds that are uh, out here listening to this program, what's the scene like these days in 2022 down at the, at the local high school football game? I mean, I ain't been to a high school football game since I was probably in like college or something when I went like to, I, I think like my high school played, um, played in the, not far from where I went to college, like the first year I was out of high school and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the game and check them out. Cause I still had friends on the team. I think that might've been the last goddamn high school football game I ever went to. And I got to tell you outside of the crushing heat, cause it was in the mid nineties Friday when uh. the game started. When that sun went down, though, bro, I had a blast. It was it was great. Now, people like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's high school, and it's it is six A though. But yeah, man, it was entertaining, man. My my uh my school that the the school my kids go to they lost by four, but I had a I had a damn good time, man. It was it was and, and bro, and let me tell you on. something. They don't run no damn triple option no more in high school. This whole spread uh, offense shit is is. Is for real, bro. Now, I know people know that. That's why I make a joke. But ain't no more triple option, bro. <laughs> they they flinging that ball around the yard, man. In high school, well, man. and and I wanna did did the fruits? I hear, I heard, read on the internet, the fruits of your youth sports coaching career are starting to pay off. Is that true? That's funny. So one of the one of the kids I coached football in years ago. He is a he's a a junior now, and he is. Uh, a starting receiver for the high school that my kids go to. So I guess you can say that. Now, as I say that, I got to be fair. His dad is also the head coach <laughs> Come on. of the football team. But uh, he's good, man. He's a fast little white kid. Were you Let me yelling tell you. at the coach? Nine, nine, nine. Nah. Get your son open. Come on now. Nah, nah. I don't do that, man. Okay. Yeah, and so man. I also heard. Uh, read on the internet that there's a new thing about something about eyelashes. What's that about? Jesus Christ. Dude, I, these little girls, I'm seeing little the girls, these Hepa's, teenagers, these the little Hepa's. girls, these young girls and teenagers in high schools with the freaking eyelashes. Bro, I, I'm, I'm really trying to find an equivalent stupid thing that the girls or and or dudes did in our high schools. Three that inch was, long that, fingernails. No, bruh. Nothing takes the cake of the stupidity of these goddamn hoods that they have on their eyes. Walking around looking like stupidity. Now, is this it's, just your people or, or is it me and Harper's people too? Who's oh, doing this? It's all of them. Okay, but see, you know, in like Harper would be not like not trying to say Harper would go after what? high school girls. Harper would be in a field day at where we live because he loves the Latinas, and oh, so yeah, it's yeah, no, bro. So, yeah, bro. So, so it's the, not, let's Texas? let's clean that let's clean that up. He'd be in a field day where we live, not at the high school. Yeah, that's what I said. I said okay. that's what I said. I said he would, I you know, it would be Harper out of jail. But I mentioned the Latinas because. It's white, black, Latina. I mean, it, it it shows no ethnicity boundary. They all wear these stupid eyelashes that are oh, the most God. ridiculous thing 
Like, I, I know you what you're talking about, Doc, the pictures I posted. Those weren't actual pictures of girls at that game, but it could have been. That That's how bad the eyelashes were. Well? Dude, if a, if a brisk breeze blew by, they float off. Oh, shit. Here, here's what I've learned. Kids that I went to high school with were dumbasses. I can only imagine that the kids in the 10 to 15 years after I went to high school were dumbasses. And I can only imagine in raising a couple of kids of my own that kids today in high school are dumbasses. You still got a few more years, man. It's only going to get worse. It's always been bad, though. See, that's where it's like, that's the nostalgia. The beer was colder. The the sun was warmer. There were a bunch of morons at my high school and yours and everybody else's. I'm not and saying if you know like, there wasn't, then you were one of the morons. Uh, so let me ask Harper, what uh, was something dumb that we did that would be comparable to the stupid eyelashes? You mean uh, fashion-wise? Yeah. Bruh, those MC Hammer pants. Yeah, but I, I didn't mean, wear that shit, I mean, though. I wear, yeah, I mean. But people did. I, I mean, I don't have long eyelashes. Oh, God, you know what I... I remember, like, my senior year was when those, it was in 96 when those, what were those jeans called with their huge legs? Was it Jake Cavaricis? No, Juco's or something like that. Oh. We used to call those diarrhea relievers because you could just take a shit and just pull it down <laughs> your some pants leg. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea relievers. Damn. Yeah, we used to just uh, stroll down your pants leg. Mike, I, I mean, I hate to point this out, but you had twisty ties in your hair at one point. I mean, that was something that was done, too. That was post-high school. Oh, uh, that's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse. Uh, that was a wrestling business thing as well. No. I, mean, I mean, there was, there was like, acid-washed jeans. Dude, I, you looked that, I, we I didn't look think, that stupid, though. The only thing I can think of, I, I remember when... Uh, I sound like a baby boomer. We used to do, remember the the fucking tight roll on the blue jeans. Yes. How about I the girls with the hair, shit. How about the girls with the hairspray? Hairspray. Well, yeah, I think that was more like when I was in middle school. Okay. No, no, yeah, that was no. high school too. That was high that school. Was high school too. And white girls yeah. could tease up some hair and deplete the yeah. ozone layer with the best of them. Mm-hmm. They fucking look like they fucking, you know, the fucking triceratops dinosaur. How oh, they got the shield around their fucking neck. <laughs> yeah. That's what they fucking look like. <laughs> Becky the triceratops. <laughs> yeah. We'll find a T-Rex, Becky. <laughs> now all those out now all those girls are like soccer moms that are like, we gotta save the planet. Meanwhile, they're consuming like Four million plastic bottles a, a, a month without recycling a damn one of them. Yeah, don't, don't get me started on that. Doc and I had this argument. Well, not argument, discussion. Well, you know, we talking about our, our, our ladies, right? And you know, they 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 all for preserving the planet until it becomes inconvenient for them. And what I mean by that is, bruh, my recycle bin in this house is overflowing with plastic bottles. By the time it's time for pickup each week, and Doc's got the same issue. We got <laughs> we got damn near free, clean, potable, <laughs> tasty water coming out of everywhere we can 
turn it on, and that's not good enough. <laughs> Most of that shit doesn't, doesn't even get recycled. That's what I'm saying. That's the other part too that uh that I've heard I've read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, we never got a chance to ask you, Harper, how you're doing. You getting ready for that big NWA Wildcat show coming up? Yeah. You coming in? Uh, no. Uh, what did it? See, Mike I told you he was going to say no. I mean, of course, he's got excuses like always, right? I mean, I- you can see Saint Bernard. You can go to the Battle of uh, New Orleans. Or I could stay home and watch football. Shit, I'm trying to do flips and dives to try to make it. Why? Because I got kids involved in shit. Oh. Yeah, well. And I was talking to my broad. I'm like, you know, I was like, hey. My broad. Jesus Christ. Not only did you use the broad term, but it's your broad. My broad. Well, I mean, come on. I'm trying to mimic Dusty when Dusty was like, don't you ever put your hands on her again. She belonged to me, daddy. When he was talking about baby doll. I told I told Mrs. Duck about Corny saying that she shopped in the Junior Moose department, and she thought that was pretty hilarious. Oh, no seat, no teeth. Hey, okay, hey, so uh, last week we wrapped up, and I told you to show Mrs. Doc that Mark Rebelay worked that ass for daddy, and yeah. what did... Uh, eating on you, eating on you, eating on you. What did she you. say? Okay, so I showed a couple of people from my old crew, and we all had this, we all had the same opinion. See, we all lived in a town like with the arts community and the music community, and that guy has talent. Everybody that was like, no, no, he can sing his ass off. But there are five dudes tonight on a Tuesday night somewhere doing that same kind of thing around the town, and at all times there's five dudes doing it. And so it's not like I've never seen stuff like that before, but it's good. He's good. I liked him more than the people I showed it to. But I think that they were put off by all the ass eating. Come on. <laughs> they were offended? Hey, I mean, um, not everybody is as, as completely you know filthy as, as we are here. So. That's bullshit. Right. Well, they, yeah. If, hey, if everybody was as filthy as us, then our show wouldn't stand out. Fair enough. That's true. It's like, it's like Butthead said. Beavis, if everything was, if nothing sucked, then nothing would be cool. That's true. <sighs> All right. Want me to read some five star reviews? Yeah, yeah. we got two new ones. Uh, one of them from a longtime BTT Hall of Fame patron, Chris Zoncha, who said, You don't have to read it on air, but no, we're going to read it on air. So please proceed. So your favorite podcast, and then it cut off. So I didn't see the rest of this. Um, Chuck A41. BTT is an awesome show that has been my favorite since day one. On most episodes, the best part is before they even talk about the old school wrestling. See, that would be this part right here. Right. This is the part that I always go. People like this. And I go, no, 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 man. We're a wrestling podcast. People That's check not out wrestling. true. I don't want to get on here and be on the air 40 minutes before we talk about the first match. And I'm like. We're building the relationship with the people so that they feel like they know us on a personal level. <sighs> Son anyway. of a bitch! All right, so let me pick this back up. The only time they've ever been wrong was when they bashed solar panels, but that's just because they didn't know. Oh. No, I, I'm for solar panels. 
I think that the cities ought to have them above parking areas and all that kind of stuff. I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah, I don't want to pay thirty grand for them. Look, that's right. That's where I'm a bad liberal. It's inconveniencing <laughs> me out of my money, and so I, I mean, shit. Let's dig it, drill some oil, drill, baby, drill. Come on. <laughs> you know who's got both. solar panels? Is um, <laughs> uh, uh, Mike is uh, Danny Flamingo. Oh God. Yeah. I would not peg him as a solar panel guy. Okay, Devin so this seems is like America, but go okay. ahead. <laughs> So this is where I'm not sure how I feel about this next part. I think I'm going to call it genius on Chuck's part here. I'd be stupid not to mention my very own Keeping It Rio podcast on YouTube and Facebook and say BTT Army for Life. Five stars only because 10 isn't an option. See, he worked in his own podcast there. That's, that's That's a level of ingenuity there to get... What's probably, I mean, I'm not going to lie, a pretty small podcast, a bigger audience. That's marketing. I like it. Way to go, Chuck. So when he Let does $50,000 the- and 50,000 downloads next month, you know why. That's right. What? We call that the BTT effect. <laughs> um, oh, man. So let's get over to a fella here that says hi. Hey, and this fella's name is... Chris Zoucha. More motorhead talk on this show than any other wrestling podcast. Should be six stars. I want to add to this. As far as Patreon membership goes with BTT, you absolutely get the most value for your dollar. Plus, I really like the TurboGrafx-16 talk as well as <laughs> Sega Genesis 10 zillion stars. <laughs> Update. No need to read this on the show, guys. I never miss an episode. You already know I love you guys. Keep up the good work. I fucking know what sucked about the TurboGrafx-16. No, please tell us. I think, the, I think if you wanted to plug in the second controller... You had to get some adapter thing to plug into the first player jack. So That's some planned obsolescence bullshit right there. Yeah. This is Thoughts like batteries, prayers, not dog. Inclu- batteries not included bullshit. But the you only just- good thing was that the all their controllers had turbo already on the oh, fucking that's controller. Nice. Right. So that's fucking badass. Remember back in the day for Christmas when you get like some gift and nobody thought to get batteries? Oh my God! And it's Christmas, and shit so nothing's really, open in the eighties. Yeah. Shit was really closed for real, <laughs> right? And now you got a toy you can't play. Shit, man, they might as the, well have just slit your dog's throat right in front of you. The oh, only that happened to me one time when, when, when I was a kid. I got the uh, the He Man attack track. It was this little tank thing. I was like, these batteries. I remember then that. I'm digging, and I'm digging through the junkie. The junk fucking drawer, finding fucking batteries are probably ten years fucking old, and taking batteries out the fucking you know clock radio and shit. You needed like some D's or some C's back then, and you're like, holy shit, this thing takes eight D batteries. You know the only thing that was open back then at Harper in New Orleans, K and B drugstore, which became Eckerd's, something like CV- that, CVS. Yeah. Like you, you, 
You were SOL. They had one. I remember one Christmas. I don't know why I was with my mom in the drugstore. We go in there. She had to get something. And I remember being like eight years old, maybe. And there's a dude and he bought his kid a remote control car, but it wasn't like a remote control car that took CD batteries. It was one of those ones that take the rechargeable batteries. Well, he didn't have the rechargeable batteries. So he's in there looking for a rechargeable battery. And like, sir, we ain't got that. Now, the worst part about that is you can't just go to any store or Amazon to buy that in 1985 you, or 84 or 83. A Wi-Fi off. What'd you get? It was, a, it was a, my mom. We were in a drugstore and this man is looking for a rechargeable battery for like a remote control car. Oh, so it was one of those remote control cars you could like order out of the Sears catalog back in the day. And he didn't get the rechargeable battery for his kid. So like I didn't even think about this until just now. He's looking for that kind of battery in K&B drugstore, which again, CVS, same thing. And he's like, oh, man, I guess I'm gonna have to order one. And I'm thinking about it now, like, bro, there was no Amazon. That dude needed to go home, wait till the next day if it was a work day. Order it off the Sears catalog. It came in in six weeks or something. So he no, <laughs> dude, he could have went to Radio Shack and got something like that. Not I don't know, Harper. Day. It was one of those. It was yeah, one of those like special. Day. It was one of those special like rechargeable batteries. Right. Like it, so, I mean, like I, I don't, I don't know, but imagine if that dude had to order that battery from like somewhere. He wasn't getting it no sooner than four weeks. Man, I remember you. We had to gas up before making the trips around town to the family before, on Christmas. Man, shit was closed. Right. Nothing was Everything. Open. Everything. Don't I run out of that gas. Thoughts and prayers, dog. Hey, man, back in the day, shit wasn't open on Sundays either. I remember that. Better get your shopping shit done on Saturday. Bro. <laughs> you better get it out the way. <laughs> uh, all right, Doc. Any other topics before we get into like the main portion of the show this week? Man, I think I'm about ready to talk about some classic wrestling. All right, hold on one second. Let me share my screen then. Get this shit on the roll. All right, can y'all see it? Totes. All right. You yeah. you didn't want to cut a promo before we get started. You were a little hot last week. About something that happened on another podcast you listened to. Oh, yeah. Um, Harper, you listened to Shiavani's podcast? No. So Doc, he was Doc going on mad. last week. What? You got mad. Well, he was Here's talking. Thing, once the Ric Flair thing happened, I kind of got. Uh, when you're using your podcast to do promos to get matches over, I'm like, come on, bro. You know? I didn't tune in for that. You know what I mean? What did you tune in for? To hear something, not just to hear you, you know, work an angle and and, and try to get people to fucking get you fucking wrestling. They I mean, I played you. I played heel for the first three years of this show. Four. Yeah. You're still playing heel. What are you talking about? No, not anymore. <laughs> it's a shoot, brother. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Shivani was talking about um somebody who had like a brain infection or some shit and ended up in a coma and his wife 
played their show to him, and then they claimed that it brought him out of his coma. Oh, my God. Now, I only know of one wrestling podcast that can raise the dead. And you're you're listening to it. That's right. And if we need to quickly retell the story, it was when uh, Hopper started telling a story about a friend of his uh, having sexual relations with a deaf girl and a deaf lady. And Hopper started, uh, Hopper do the imitation of what it sounded like. Like fucking Chewbacca. All right. Well, that's messed up. But anyway, let's proceed. And brother Dave, who had uh, had a heart attack and was on death's bed uh, over in Australia, one of our longest tenured listeners and Hall of Famers, uh, was listening to BTT. His wife had put the buds in his ears. And when he woke up, he was listening to Hopper describe what it sounded like when you had sex with a deaf, deaf woman. That's nice. And I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just ironic. You know, maybe it's just... It's it probably just a coinky day. Yeah, it's a coincidence. You know, it's just a coincidence. That's all. Sure. Because we right. like Shivani and we like Conrad. I mean, yeah, yeah I got, I'm not. Nothing. I'm just saying. There can. There's only room for one innovator in the industry. Yeah, we're the ones who came up. I mean, not came up. We're we're the ones who had a listener who who legitimately almost died and then heard Harper hey, imitating what. It, that we went to the desert behind the temple for thirteen days and learned the lady how in the to third raise, eye. And we learned how to raise the dead. <laughs> what do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? The dogs we hate when I do that. We wandered the desert, chewing on the beach vine, to understand the dark arts. <laughs> it ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. <laughs> he yeah, was sounds working. like he's a. He's going to do a, a Sam Adams commercial. <laughs> <laughs> really does. Oh, so I'm just saying, we're the ones that put in the work for necromancing, and we're the ones that know how to raise the dead around here in this. We're the this, only ones in the wrestling industry and the podcast industry. Roll the tape, son. All right, so this show starts and opens up. Uh, first off, it was taped March 25th, 1991 at the Georgia Mountain Center. Um, there's a Tony Schiavone intros the show, and he teases a segment between Dusty Rhodes and Barry Windham. Uh, we then go to JR, Missy, and Paulie, who play around for a while, introducing the show, and then we head straight to the ring. Uh, Doc, we're going to see more on this promo later on in the show with uh, Barry looking very, very funny with those sunglasses. More on that later. Uh, anything from the intro with Paul Lee and Missy or Barry there before we go to the ring? I Missy's looking good right there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she cut her hair. Yeah, that's right. You know, that short hair thing is a thing, man. That's a, you know. She's fucking dressed like a receptionist. I don't care. I'm just waiting for something dirty to fly at this point. I was just going to say that if we were together, the, her clothes wouldn't be on her anyway. Come and on. that's the point that Darren goes, oh, bro, what the hell? Hop, I mean, man, come on, bro. You know, talk about JYD. Talk about Bruno. I mean, you know, I sat there last night, 
and I, and I recorded a hour and a half with you guys, and everything was cool. Everything was on the up and up, and, you know, I figured I'd tune in, and y'all plug on my Patreon show that I did with you two goofs, and first thing I hear is Doc and you talking about, you know, sucking on Missy's, you know, tatas. Wait, up I didn't say that. Oh, that's what he said, Hopper, right? Hey, Still Doc, you should, you should have heard what he <laughs> I was imitating him. And he goes, nice. he goes, oh, my mic, hold on one second, bro. Why every time you imitate me, you sound like, you, you make me sound like I'm some, some kind of special person. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he say that, Hopper? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with special people? Oh, man, it was so funny. Oh, good time. You you could hear about that if you're a patron, though. Okay, Doc, we go to the first match. Terry Taylor, Larry Zabisco versus Scott Sandlin and Chuck Coates. Uh, what do you have from this one? I really like this idea of Terry Taylor being the computerized man in the 90s. I mean, it's goofy now because we have, like, computers on our phones, but that shit was something. But I mean, think about it, Mike. When did you get a VCR, much less a computer? Oh, God. In 1990? Yeah. My first VCR was 1996. So, like, so you, you, they're rolling out a computer, and you're still five years out from just getting a VCR. Yeah, I can tell you when I got it too. It was when I had like my first like real full time job mm-hmm. in, in in like August September '96. It literally is when I got my my first VCR. It was like well, 240 bucks. But I mean, yeah. So yeah, a computer, it, was, it, was, it was a good one. A computer in 1991 is still space age technology here for some of us. Right. Oh yeah, it is. I didn't. I didn't. The only ones I touched were in fucking school. Yeah. I like so, Zabisco here being scouted. Um, I think that makes sense. As she's really yeah. crunching the numbers on trying to get um to get her her stable built up. Also, uh, this was we, this must be right when he left the AWA, right? Yeah. When he was the last champion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they build Scott Sandlin there from uh, Seymour, Indiana. That's where uh, Rip Rogers is from as well. Also, John Cougar Mellencamp. There you go. Little pink houses for you and me. Sucking on a taste, uh, a hot. Uh, Sucking on chili. a chili dog outside a tasty freeze. Something with his, with his hand between his knee. With, with his what? hand between the knees. Jack, you're going to be, oh, a podcaster. <laughs> Eating Mike's ass gonna... out behind the car. Eating <laughs> ass out behind the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike dodge COVID. But yeah. everyone in the house has that shit. Doc, I agree with you. Taylor, this, uh, rewatching this is different because I actually yeah. think. Look at this, this is asshole. That woman. <laughs> Or dude in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it's a day. But oh. I mean, I don't know what it is, but but Zabisco is getting some heat with this idiot in the front row. And as Hopper said, look, <laughs> what did you say, Hopper? Look, look here it comes. There he goes. What the hell is oh. he doing? <clears throat> what the hell was that? Trying to get it on TV, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm with you, Doc. This is this gimmick is very fitting for Terry Taylor. This is like perfect for, and it's a comeback for him since he's been the rooster. Yeah, yeah. I agree. 
Imagine if he would have come out with the Alice and Cooper's uh, Alice Cooper, the Alice and Chain song Rooster. Here comes the rooster. <laughs> I still would have changed my tights. There's no way I would have wore red tights up there. Right. I would have got some blue tights, black, something, something, something different. Than, there's no way I would have went out there with red tights. But the gimmick does fit him. And so in this match, uh, you know, there's a picture in picture. York says she'll have her computer plugged into this match. She wants to see how Zabisco and Taylor work together. Paulie tells JR, stop calling Terrence, uh, Terrence Taylor, Terry Taylor, because his name is technically Terrence now. Uh, JR formally apologizes to all the people he offended and asks Paulie if he should call Larry Zabisco Lawrence instead of Larry, which Paulie says, no, that's not necessary. These two have really good chemistry going back and forth on commentary. And then the finish is Zabisco is going to hit the pile driver on Coates, and he and Taylor win the match. Nice uh, pile driver, by the way. He oh, yeah, like I'm going to go to it. looks like an asshole with that ponytail, doesn't he? That's that whole, like, um, Wall Street time coming out of the 80s, just dickhead. It Three looks like spec. the bad guy from, from uh, Karate Kid 3. That's a nice pile driver. Oh, shit. The I'm I agree with you, Hopper. The that's why I said Terry Taylor and this gimmick is I mean, I, I people don't think about it a lot, but this was perfect for him coming off being a red rooster. Larry Zabisco looks like your friend's dad when you were growing up that was in Vietnam and he was in the Marine Corps and then he's about to retire from the post office. He might walk through the house in his underwears while everybody's over. Right, right. <laughs> Bro, my grandpa used to do that. Back then. Yeah, fuck it. yeah. My grandpa used to walk around the house in white boxers. Oh, fuck, I still do that shit. I don't give a fuck who's in the house. Okay, he, with all his grandchildren around, with all his with, yeah. with his with his kids and his his uh, his kids' spouses. Hey, one time he walks out the bathroom, his balls are hanging out the freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, well, Paul, what are you doing, man? You, uh, hold on. He tucks him in and keeps moving like it's nothing. I, it you know, the more, the so more people are wired your family tree has somebody that can't keep their balls in their pants. Dude, uh, for a shoot, he wore those plain white boxers. I mean, yeah. I guess the way he saw it, you know, he fought in World War II. He fought the Nazis. He was like, hey, fuck, my balls are hanging out. What you going to do? You know what I mean? I've seen worse things in life. Or, you you know, you can only imagine the shit I've seen in life. That was his attitude. He's kind of got a point. He does have a point. Like, he, like there's, I used to hear him tell them stories when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, yeah, Papa, all right. Now you realize, you're like, oh, shit. Um. Anyway. All right, we go to commercial. We come back. Big Josh versus uh, Bill Ford. And, uh, Doc, anything from this one? I was going to say that, it, okay, so <laughs> Harvard talked about Alice in Chains. I said in 1991, if Big Josh is going to be the lumberjack from up in the Pacific Northwest, he should be coming out to like Soundgarden or Screaming Trees or oh. maybe <laughs> no, Alice no, in Chains or something. Got to come, come out to the fucking Jackal song. Well, yeah, that might have cost you money then, much yeah. money then. The um, Jackal song? I don't know what that is. Jackal was a uh, like a hard rock band that had a success like in the in the early nineties. Sing it and, for me. Well, I don't remember what was it. I'm a lumberjack or something. Fuck yeah, it. and he had like a chainsaw he'd play during the song, and then 
I'm really glad that Smooth Up In You became the, the official song of the show because they had a song that would have been if we hadn't picked Smooth Up In You. They had a song on that album called She Loves My Cock. Oh, oh God. Well, you picked that song, didn't you, Doc? Smooth what? Up In You? Yeah, how did no, we find that? No, we said that Jimmy Del Rey should have been coming to the ring with, with that on. Yeah, that was yeah, but, you, huh? Yeah, but what made us think about that? Right. What made... How did we? That was me. Yeah. So you just. It was my about encyclopedic this. knowledge of a terrible music genre that allowed us to get here. It fit perfect for him with that wiggle he would do coming to the ring. Yeah, he was a treasure. <laughs> the wiggle, the jiggle, and the whole kitten caboodle. God, he was so disgusting looking. The missing tooth. Ladies, the line is to the right. Jesus Christ, what a clown in the best way possible. Yeah. Dude, he's a he is really a hidden gem. <laughs> he's one of those guys that would never get mentioned in the in the in the annals of the sport until you get deep into it. But how I mean, he entertained the shit out of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling I mean he he that's what I'm saying. Remember we had the discussion about okay, who was the better heavenly bodies? Was it Dr. Tom and Stan Lane or was it Dr. Tom and and um Jimmy Del Rey. And it's a crazy question when you really think about it. But they're really I think different. It's Del Rey because you think of Stan as from the midnight. Yeah, but Why is Stan like, always in this discussion? Because he also is, is he in the best Midnight Express or not? That's what I'm saying. Like it's and it's weird because with the midnight, Stan was the replacement, but in the bodies, Jimmy Del Rey was the replacement. And and I'm just like the midnight, they're both versions are good in different ways because with the midnight Stan comes in and y'all remember the promo when he walks in, he's got this shit eating grin on his face. He's like, Oh my God, look at the ass. I'm about to slay in this freaking, you know, promotion. And then Jimmy, you know, so it was different. He was just different to Dennis. And then Stan leaves the heavenly bodies and in the nineties with smoky mountain and Jimmy Del Rey comes in. And it's like, okay, there was a higher quality of rat that the heavenly bodies were going through. And now it got lowered. Cause remember Stan cut that promo, get your fat, filthy piggy, you know, greasy yeah. paws <laughs> off of me. We got to fly our women in like seafood. Well, Jimmy Del Rey wasn't flying nothing in. He was taking whatever was there. I'm so saying it was, Oh yeah. It's, it's so hard to describe. Like when you think about it, like which one was better? I don't know. It's it's hard. Right? You couldn't going back to the the on screen. I feel like Scrap Iron Bill Ford's shoot job made him get a haircut. Yeah, I think so too. Because you can't even they call you notice they didn't even call him Scrap Iron. They just call him Bill Ford. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think they did. But anyway, the, the log roll here from Doink. So sweet. Well, at least he's not giving him chin nuts. But uh, Matt Bourne wins. I'm sorry, Big Josh defeats uh, Bill Ford. Uh, real quick in this match. JR mentions WCW is going to be in Thibodeau this week. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, where's that at? What building do you think that is, Mike? Uh, uh, the Thibodeau Civic Center would have been open by then. Yeah. Which, that was a nice building for that area. Like, it's a, I'm assuming that's where they were because I didn't, you know what? I didn't even pay attention to, like, the scrawl. Uh, the scroll that goes on the on the screen right here that's about to show. I assume they were at the Civic Center. Um, 
they used to do shows that had to be where that had to be where it was. I mean, there's let me see if they show it. The Thibodeau Civic Center. Yeah, they have, they have a Civic Center there. Nice build, like I said, nice build. They had a um, a it wasn't Kings of Comedy because that hadn't come out yet. Uh, it was like a Deft Comedy Jam special there when I was in school. Oh look, see there in Fort Polk, Saturday, April sixth. At the fitness center. <laughs> we lock fitness. <laughs> Coliseum this Friday, April fifth in Charlotte. And oh, they're going back to the Meadowlands in East Russell, New Jersey on the fourth. Mm, let's go broke. Let's go someplace where we can't draw and the unions are gonna kill us for labor. Sounds yeah, great. Sounds great. Let's keep doing it. Over and over and ho- do nothing different and hope something changes. Well, WCW, what can you say? That's called right. being a cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we keep moving? Oh, uh, just so you know, we won our last preseason game. We're playing the scrubs. Cowboys did. And I'm feeling a lot better about our chances this year. There you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Get myself tucked into 17-0. Super too Bowl, much. suck it. Well, we keep moving. 21 minutes in, we finally get a promo. Let's see what Nikita Koloff's got to say. A genius like me could pull off, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks. The only footage we have seen on this man is the footage that he has supplied to us this week for the first time on television. The views of the Russian nightmare Nikita Koloff and Sir... Standing next to you and looking at you, I am sure that you are the next United States Heavyweight Champion. Merciful comrade, I appreciate that. You see, I have come to take what belongs to me, the U.S. Heavyweight title. And it is, uh, how do you say, it is unfortunate that Lex Luger has to be, how would you say, the innocent victim here. It's not my fault, Lex Luger, that you have the belt around you, Wes. But you see, Lex Luger, it is me. It is, it is my destiny, if you will, to have the USA title back around my waist. Shut your sticky mouth! Let's Luger remember. Take a good look and remember one thing about Nikita Koloff, and that is death. He's been the U.S. champion before, and I'm sure he's gonna be again now. We're gonna go back to. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on Nikita? We got a Shatoa Shatoa Ta. We did, but, and I don't. I think you're gonna have a hard time believing me he's gotten better at promos here he's more i can i first of all i can understand what he's saying that's a big improvement over a few years ago yeah he's he's fine i mean and i mean i I like the way he was like you know i thought that was okay i'm I'm gonna give that an okay this when he found jesus uh, where where did he leave him? I know. I can't find him. <laughs> Jesus is everywhere, pal. Check the sofa cushion. Do we, Come do we, on. Are we, are we really going to have this discussion again about the, the old school wrestlers finding right. Jesus? 
Our God is an awesome God. Yeah, bro. Look at that. You know it's bad. Let me tell you something. You know it's bad when you're talking to an old school wrestler, one of these old timers, and they hit you with a God bless you because in their heart, they really mean it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. And you're thinking, boy, where was this when you were doing all that wrong? (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to judge nobody. It's just the problem is they then try to judge you. When when you don't, when That's you ain't different. professing your faith as as much as them, it's like, all right, I hear you. <laughs> go back to uh, if you can go back to Rick there. Okay, you want me to play it? I want to know what he thinks. No, I don't need to hear it. I want to know what Harper thinks he looks like. Well, he, he looks like a preacher. Okay, like, I had a different. Like from the Seven Hundred Club, he looks. He he really does. He does, or. A coked out seventies newsman, or like uh, what's the guy from Naked Gun? Yeah, oh Leslie yes. Nielsen. Yeah, with the, that is yeah. who he looks like. Huh. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, we go to the next match: is Sting versus Hacksaw Higgins. We get the promo, pitch and picture promo from Ric Flair that we were talking about right there. Flair says the next time we meet. He's talking to Sting. Could be the last time. JR and Paul Lee are still plugging a pay-per-view from Japan. That was weeks ago. That will be actually on pay-per-view this week. Um, Hopper, you were about to say look at something before Doc asked me to rewind and get Flair on. What were you about to say? Do you remember? Uh-uh. No. No. All right, Doc, what you got from this one? It's pretty quick. The crowd was <laughs> loud and into this. That's a big guy. Well, I mean, Axel Higgins is big. If you think he's yeah. bad now, you should have seen him back in 1982 in Mid South. Uh, he didn't say bad. He said he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. that's what you would say, though, right? He is a big guy. Well, I mean, he's, he a was fella. He's, he's a big fella. We've seen him a few times though on Saturday night. Yeah, he fought Ron Simmons a couple weeks ago. Yep, sure did. All right, we work towards the finish. Higgins goes to pin Sting, but Sting presses him off of him. Sting hits a stinger splash and rolls up Higgins for the win. One, two, three. Match is over. Sting wins. No big surprise there. Doc, any other thoughts before we proceed? I actually thought this was a pretty good little match, and it, it was it was decent. Yeah, it was I'm pretty not good. Come, I, won't tr- I won't do oh. what you think I'm going to do and trash Sting there. I thought he did a good job. No, you're not going to trash him because you're going to trash him here during the promo. Good so God. let's go to that now. This is Sting just terrible. And JR. Here it goes. CBS, ladies and gentlemen, with a leading contender for the WCW World's Heavyweight Championship, the one and only Stinger. I know you're looking forward to just days away, your big showdown matchup with Ric Flair. Well, Rossi, I'm just going to kind of be low-key and just get my point across real quiet, okay? Yeah. I just wanted to say... But I haven't forgot about Ric Flair, and I haven't forgot about the world title. I want to do it all again with maybe just a couple differences. <laughs> maybe a big giant cage surrounding us, Ricky, baby! And also, maybe, just maybe, a special referee that stands all the way through the roof. El Gigante, special referee, we'll have some fun, give you a chance to look at me in the eye and go, Woo! And now I'll look right back at you and go, ow! You see there, huh? Man's that championship matchup is just days away. We'll have another match, but first, listen to this. Here's what I want you to do, Mike. 
<laughs> when you when your broad gets well, <laughs> and y'all start yeah. having your first sexy time. No, say, Jesus. I got an I got an idea tonight. You're gonna woo at me, and then I'm gonna sting at you. <laughs> she's gonna be like, what? She's gonna be like, what? Let me ask you. What are you talking about? Is what she's gonna say. <sighs> Just we'll call it. We'll call it the ring. <laughs> we'll call it the ring, brother. <laughs> Grab a hold. Grab a hold. Push me off and take the shoulder. What? <laughs> How bad was that? It was awful. I mean, what do you want? It sting. Oh no! I mean, it was well, a sting promo. Well, he's not good. Speaking of stinging things here, the next match is yeah. the Freebirds versus Carl Robertson and John Faulkner. That is DDP chlamydia. Makes his way to the ring with the with a different diamond doll this week. Diamond girl. And, um, I'm just looking for Harper's thoughts on the the Diamond Doll this week. Any thoughts? I mean, we'll have plenty of comments she, the last couple of weeks. She looks like she's about to go to Fat City. No, that's Kimberly. Is it? No. It is. The tits aren't big enough. Not yet. Uh-oh. Wow. What? You can take care of that. Is that, that really her? You can at you this can point go run it back where she was just standing next to him. But you can take care of that genetic deformity. Oh, come on. Look. Is oh, that yeah, really? I think it is. That's her. Okay. I seriously didn't. I don't know, Doc. Hey, I think she got some work done. That's not. Okay. So one of us is going to be terribly right. And one of us is going to be terribly wrong. <laughs> That's her usually breast... how it goes. Her breast got bigger. Well, that doesn't maybe look she kept like her. Milk. Yeah. This woman looks too short to be Kimberly. I don't what? know. This was in nineteen ninety one, huh? Okay. Um Greg Serrata, I know you're out some, there listening. We're gonna need you're... to call in the bullpen. We need to yeah. call down the bullpen. <laughs> Greg Serrata, Ben Martin, y'all are good with this stuff out there. Listen up. Is that Kimberly? I, I don't think it is, but again, I'm watching it on freaking, you know, a TV antenna. From a VCR, thirty plus years ago. So um, I don't know, Doc. It, yeah. Watch it be her. It just don't look like her. Man, all white broads look alike, right? Wow. Seriously. <laughs> what? It could have been worse. You could have said all black women look alike, and that would have been exponentially worse than what you just said. I can't believe you just said that. That's nice. You saw those black chicks fighting at the at the LSU dorm room, Mike? No. What happened? It was on the news. Is yeah. it? Was, it was. Did they get mad because Brian Kelly won't name the starting quarterback? <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, I try yeah. not. I try not. To, I try not to look at uh, ignorant stuff like that. You know that that make black right because you look save bad. it all for this ignorant stuff. I got it. That's not true. I'm a man of God. I call it, you know, clean down sure. the middle when I'm doing this show. Peace be with you. Wait, that is her. That's her. Eat. Doc's right. That's Kimberly. Uh, you can tell right there when the glasses yeah. came off. That does look like her. Uh-huh. I think it's her. She Somebody confirm it. She needs to get ready for prime time. She had to kick the chlamydia and get some surgeries. 
Yeah, I'll tell dude, you what. She, she is going to Fat City on Friday night, bro. She's going to Kenny's Key West. Okay, I had to pause it. Look at Humperdink right there. What's wrong with that? Look at he doesn't need. Look hey, if you're going to be a road manager for the world's greatest rock and roll band, you gotta you gotta be ready to go. Yeah. All right, Doc. Thoughts on the Freebirds here? I really have no thoughts on the match itself, although they did promise a third bird on the way. Yeah. So the pitcher and pitcher from DDP, he starts talking about the third Freebird who's and coming since in I am soon. In my dark period, I have no clue what this means or how it results. It's not. It's not what you think. It's they it's show like, up with a bucket of chicken. No. <laughs> that might have been better. It like actually. What they do, Doc, you're going to be like, actually, you've seen this person and you've seen the gimmick because we talked about it at one point from a the pay-per-view. Third free bird. I don't but remember. But it's, well, but it's, if, it's not thing. what you're thinking at and all. Since I know it's not. If it ain't Terry Gordy, they can stay at home. And, and since I know it's not, this can't be good. It's somebody you know well. That's the thing. Uh, is it you? And so... DDP talks about the third free bird here coming in soon, and he will be Fantasia. That's what he says. Now, before the match, Paul Lee wants to know from JR, what's the criteria for becoming a diamond doll? And JR says, I don't know, Paul. Um, <laughs> Paul says, huh, well, I'd love to run that session. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> These foul bastards. Dude, they, they have great chemistry. They're having fun on the mic. Or Paul is. I don't well, know about JR. Paul's having fun. I think JR really thought of him as an irritant from what he said. He said, I grew to understand him and build that chemistry, but I was greatly irritated by him for a long time. Bro, he's out there just flipping and diving. JR ain't ready for And it's it. hilarious because now he's the – like slow talking wise man on all the shows they do. Yeah. It's crazy how to roll. That's change. how you reinvent yourself right there to keep getting paid. All right. Well, the oh, Freebirds wow. win when Garvin uh, DDT's Faulkner. Doc, any other thoughts? Not really. I like yeah. all the shit that goes on around the Freebirds and till the match starts. Well, right. I'm with you because DDP. Because it's a clown show that I enjoy watching, and then they start wrestling. Yeah, it, it really, you're right. We then go to Bobby Eaton versus Doug Vines. JR and Paulie talk about Eaton, you know, going to win his first title this year, or they think he will. Um, they say, this is funny, they seem to think it would happen, and then they mention, so does the booker, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> It's like they, it's like they were giving away something here. Almost, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, Bobby looks great as usual during this match. He finishes this thing off with a swinging neck breaker, followed by the Alabama jam off the top rope. Uh, yeah, man, Bobby Eaton looked great, and I'm just waiting for him to win his title. It's coming soon. Okay, fade, brother. No spoilers. Doc, any thoughts? Well, this is the first time, and they mentioned it that he's not being billed as being from the dark side. They uh, he he uh, got a U-Haul and moved over to Huntsville. They said he was from the dark side. Yeah, every week. Why? That's where he was billed from. That's where that's yeah. That's what they would always say. You see how smooth he is though. Like go look look at this finish. So 
watch this. Reversal, Bobby. Just look how fluid he is with that swing and neck breaker. It's not a. I have another one in a minute too. Well, this is the finish. So, which what do you got? Well, let's see him hit it. Oh, okay. He's just. He's so smooth, man. So damn smooth. Cut, 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 cut. Um, forty-seven twenty-two. All right. Let's see. Forty. I just want to make sure I understand something here. He could really okay. hurt him here. If he wanted to. Oh, when he's got his arm behind his back? This other one. That oh, one. yeah. Yeah, he's... he's. <laughs> that's old Ronnie Garvin move, man. That's what I was thinking. It was the first... Was... That hurts a lot more than... It... That hurts more than maybe anything else in the match, right? Uh, Yeah, because he's got the left arm cranked behind him, and he's got the right arm hooked. <laughs> he's leaning back on it. That didn't feel too good. No. At all. Yeah. Good stuff, though. All right, Doc. Oh, any... um, Paul E. at some point called Bobby uh, the dirtiest player in the game during this match. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Bobby wins, though. We go to commercial. We come back. We get a wrestling wrap-up with Gordon Soli, where he's talking about the Japan Super Show at the Egg Dome in Tokyo. Uh, this was the pay-per-view that they did not air in the States. Uh, they cut to some video of the event. They show the intro of Fujinami and Flair. They show uh, the horsemen. Uh, Gordon then says the highlights of all of these events will be available on pay-per-view starting on April the 7th through April the 21st. So, again, three weeks to a month after they, you can see it on pay-per-view. But that's not and, as big uh, a deal as it would be now. What do you mean? So, a couple of things. Watching this was great. Because, again, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have access. Anything you get to see from the other side of the world was pretty awesome. Because that's the place where Terry Gordy went to learn how to do the Asiatic spike. Bruh, don't get me started on that. We really thought he went to... I mean, it just was like this whole thing was, holy shit, Gordy went over to Japan. Japan to us was like, basically, he went to Pluto to go learn (laughs) this, this... Spike and he came back and, and he's these guys devastating people with blood it. because of it. Get the fuck out of here. This isn't cool. Yeah. I mean, Japan may have well there. Japan may have well been on another planet when yeah. we were this age. And so that's still the case to some degree. Why are Rick's girls all wearing one piece bathing suits? <laughs> that's a question for Rick Flair. Um I like this. They should have showed it last week, but I guess they were still edited in the tape. And there were contractual reasons why they couldn't. But they're going to show more over the coming weeks with, with it. Okay. I like it. Keep again, it moving. Shit that you don't normally get to see. You got to put the proper context to the time. Oh, yeah, I agree. We said it was bull crap that we couldn't see the pay-per-view and you couldn't even buy it when it happened live. Um, but in the context of the time it was in, yes, it makes sense. Brian Pillman takes on Joe Cruz here in the next match. Doc, let me get some thoughts from you if you got any on it. During this match, Paul Lee called Bo Jackson a quitter. Why? What did he quit? That's foul. <laughs> That's so foul. Uh, when, you ever, if you, when you watch that tackle where his hip gets messed up, in like you have you ever seen him describe what happened to his hip? Uh uh-uh. uh. 
man. I mean, nowadays they would have repaired him and he'd have right. been fine. But basically, his hip, it just the, the bone just came out of it and it was just obliterated. And you can see it if you watch that tackle where he gets hurt. And after you hear Bo describe it, you can see. I mean, to me, I've watched it. It's been years since I looked at it. To me, you can literally see where his leg just comes out of socket. It's just, Ugh. yeah. It, it, but you, and I mean, like when you first see it, you're like, oh, it just looks like a tackle. But I remember a thing where I was watching it on TV years ago. It was like 20 years ago or more when he described what happened. And it's like he's he's getting detailed about, you know, the doctor's description of the bone and everything. And then you look at his leg and you're like, he's like, yep, that's the moment right there. And so he drills down to it and you watch it like, ugh. Then you realize like, damn, this, this is why this dude was never the same. Like, this is this is exactly why it didn't happen for him. And what's and crazy that, is I, I think Tua had day, the same thing. The greatest Tecmo Bowl career in the history of the world ended. Yeah. Bro, Bolt, it's kind of, it's really a shame what happened to him. Because that dude would have been one of the greatest running backs ever. Kind of a shame or really a shame? I say kind of, only reason I say kind of a shame was because Bo wasn't, he was pulling his own strings. Like he was like, like he was not going to let nobody tell him he couldn't play baseball too. He was like, I'm playing both. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm playing both. Look, Dion gets the accolades for being that, you know, two sport athlete. Bro, Bo Jackson. I'm going to say something controversial. Bo Jackson, one, was a better baseball player. I don't think that's controversial at all than Dion. Two, if Bo Jackson doesn't get hurt, he's just as good of an NFL player at his position as Dion is at his position. Yes. So, you know, Atlanta fans out there, which me and Harper don't give give a damn because they're Atlanta fans. (laughs) They're going to say that me and Harper are wrong, but – I just, I'm not, this, is, this isn't minimizing Dion. This is just saying Bo was just that great. How did we get on this topic? Oh, yeah, Paul Lee. Calling Bo a quitter. Yeah, he was a quitter. All right, Doc, did you have any more thoughts on Pillman and Cruz? No, not really. All right. Well, I got to get to Pillman, who's cutting a promo with Missy. Oh, Missy, 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 Missy. Now, he, he sampled that in real life, right? That's a known thing. Did he? Did he? I, I thought that was the case. Am I, am I am I wrong? No, that was Terry Runnels. Never mind. Yeah, I don't. I've never heard that. Well, I guess ask Missy online. No, 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 no. Don't ask Missy. Leave that woman alone. For real, don't ask her that. But I do want to give a shout out to Best Dave Ever and a few other folks out there on Twitter who who always tell Missy she should come on this show. Now she never responds. But I got to give them a shout talk out about the old wrestling days. We want to talk about who you banged. Come on. I, I want Missy to do a review of one of these episodes. She's going to not like it. <laughs> well, or us. Oh, oh, one of these uh, the stuff that we're watching. Yeah. 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 Not one of our episodes. I don't right. want her to review what we do. She's going to be like, you guys are childish idiots. I mean, I already know that. But yeah, I, I want her to. Then, then that's when you follow up with, does that turn you on? <laughs> Come on. Let's go now to Missy and Brian Pillman. Back to World Championship Wrestling, and I'm here with Flying Brian, and I know you've been through a lot. Why don't you just give up? Give up, not a chance. 
There's no question I've suffered a direct hit at the hands of Barry Windham, Orrin Anderson, Nature Boy, and Sid Vicious. But everybody that competes in WCW knows it's survival of the fittest. You get hit out in the battlefield, you don't jump up and wave a white towel because you go, you got teammates, friends counting on you. And that's no different now. So let you four know something. If you can pull yourself away from that hair of bleached blonde bimbos, don't take it personally, Missy. Remember something. As long as I can bite, scratch, and claw within striking distance, I'll do it. That's right, from here on out. You're going to think I'm wearing a goalie mask. Is it Flying Brian or Jason? Well, get ready, because I'm coming full bore, full throttle. This lean, lean flying machine is coming at you. Uh, let's go to the ring. The following tag team is... That short hair is hot, man. You ain't lying about that, Harper. She could be bald as a cue ball, and it should be all right. What thoughts do you have about the promo, Doc, if anything? She didn't like that Beach One Bimbo comment. Mm, Yeah, but it wasn't directed at her. I mean. Okay. Uh, so it was good. Didn't... I mean, Pillman is what WCW wants Zinc to be. Yeah, that's true, huh? Ain't that crazy? Like, yeah. he's everything Zinc ain't. Right. I mean, Zinc's, nice. Zinc's got the he's got the he's got a the body, bro. You know, you know the thing about Tom Zinc. He's worse than Al Perez was. In What's wrong with Al Perez? Yeah, I like well, Al Perez. Al Perez. Look, first off. Me and Lancer in the time and Al Perez and World Class. Al Perez and World Class is different than he was on Saturday night. I don't know what was, what it was, if he was just more timid. But Al Perez and World Class is a whole lot better. But the thing with Al Perez, it was like you you made the comment. He's all – it's the, the stake's there, but there's no sizzle to it. And that's a perfect description of Al Perez when he was on Saturday night. At the same time, dude, Al Perez was 10 times better than Z-Man could have ever imagined being. On Saturday night, Z, 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 they could have gave Perez Z Man spot. It, it would have been ten times better. I, bro, I, I can't, I can't even articulate how bad Z Man is. It's just nothing there. He, he nothing, nothing. Oh, what, what? I, I mean, look, I, Chris Zonch is our friend. I love him, but he, he Z Man is, dude. He's nothing. It's, it's, uh, it's channel changing material. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a hair better than like a John Moxley or somebody, but he's channel changing material. Oh. oh man, I just made the AEW fans mad, right? You dickhead. Was Harper on when we were talking about Moxley last week or week before last, Doc? I don't remember. I don't think so. Uh uh-uh. uh Dude, watching that guy wrestle is like eating a bowl of warm applesauce. It's, I mean, just, yeah. See. <laughs> That sounds disgusting. It does. <laughs> Hopper said, oh, oh. <laughs> Hopper, tell Doc what happened to, to Lady Hopper. <laughs> oh. She fucking dislocated her shoulder, taking her bra off. <laughs> no, no, no. That, you didn't tell the full story. Those must be some no, big no. cans. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, no, no. He's, he tells me on Saturday, he's sitting in, he's sitting on the sofa. And she she comes in the room and she's whining about her arm as her arm's dangling off her shoulder. 
that and she's like, just painful. She's yeah. like, I gotta go to the hospital. We gotta go. He's like, what? What's the problem? What's wrong with you? And in her arm is dangling. I was like, well, Opera, what happened? Oh, she dislocated her shoulder, taking her bra off. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was sitting in emergency room. I was like, realize these 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 people probably think I fucking beat the shit out of you or something. <laughs> I don't um, mean to laugh because that's not funny. No, that's a that's a true thing that happens. Like one time, Mrs. Doc burned herself cooking. Like some shit grease popped out of the the skillet and got her leg. And like, I had to take her to the emergency room. And that like, they made a lot of fucking grease, huh? Yeah. Well, it it was a whole. I wish I had it on tape in hindsight because I think it would have been pretty funny. Since she wasn't seriously injured, but they made me leave the emergency room area for a minute while they talked to her, and she's like, "He beats the shit out of me every day, but I love it." Yeah. No, she's like, "No, no, this is what happened," but I had to leave the room. That's crazy. Yeah. The CP show what's on a dial where he beats you. Oh God. Before I left the room, I turned around and said, "You better keep your goddamn mouth shut." Shut up, bitch. Jesus, why are y'all joking like that? All right, hey. I'll give you something to cry about. That's fucked up. I'm, I'm sorry. It really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that, that's not funny. Come on. That's no, it up. ain't funny. Yeah. It's not funny. It ain't funny. Bro, it, look. women? Come on. That ain't no. funny at all, bro. I was talking be... about making fun of verbally, you know, don't facetious verbal threats. On The Sopranos, it's funny <laughs> because of the TV show when... When uh, Richie tells Christopher, you want to beat my niece, put a ring on her finger. I mean, nice. Well, this is an entertainment show as well. Yeah, okay. And it's not real. Good kid. And then Tony says, good kid. Wow. Uh, The Steiners here, they are now the IWGP Tag Team Champions and the WCW World Tag Team Champions. Uh, they defeat Jeff Stone and Brian Clark, and JR tells us that the Steiners won those belts at the Tokyo Dome, and then he plugs a pay-per-view again that we can order. This guy looks like he's scared shitless when Scott <laughs> picks him up, and Rick hits him with the uh, DDT off the top rope. Did Did you see how he looked, though, Doc? He looked yeah. terrified. He's like, whoa! <laughs> Look, what? This, this dude, Scott Steiner picks up this Jeff Stone dude, on his sh- look at him. <laughs> look at this dude. He's terrified like he's about to die. Oh, man. Any thoughts on the match, Doc? It was. Eh, at one point, was. Rick Steiner tried to pin the man's leg instead of his shoulders. They're Good just out now. there throwing people around and having fun. Pretty much. So then we go to Sid Vicious versus T.C. Carter. There's a picture and picture from Sid. Sid talks uh, about Eligante and tells Eligante to piss off. Not those words, but that's the gist of it. Um, Sid is going to hit a backdrop on T.C. Carter, and Carter goes into orbit at the one eighteen oh five mark. I wanted to wanted to go to that because this dude flies on this on this backdrop. Uh, Doc, what did you have from this? Man, Sid just continuing to look impressive. Look at this. This dude flies. Boom. Flies Damn. up the screen. Yeah. Um. Sid is going to finish him off with the power bomb, and then we get the fake paramedics again on the outside, and Sid rolls the poor dude off the stretcher. 
it's pretty brutal. Um, I think this, these EMTs are the janitors at the strip clubs where we're getting the diamond dolls from. They're just look at these dudes. They're just extras. Look, oh, okay, this dude might have a broke neck. Yo, let's the best. Let's just roll him out the ring with yeah, this. Yeah, just roll this dipshit out the ring and just <laughs> yeah, let's just put him on a stretcher. He's all right. <laughs> and then let's see. They put him on. At least they put him on. You know, not face down. And then they. But, I mean, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah. Sid picks him up and doesn't lift him off of it. He Sid, clotheslines you know, him off Sid of it. Sid didn't want to stab the, the locker room leader and play softball more than wrestle. He might have been something in this world. <sighs> Man, that like, was something one else. One fucking EMT is wearing those those red Nikes. Hey, let's right. be clear, though. Like McDonald. Let's be clear. In 1991, real medicine wasn't too far advanced than this hocus-pocus bullshit because motherfuckers were getting their brains separated from their spinal cord in football games and going in three plays later. Yeah. Dude. We talked about it. Those <laughs> Some of those shit you... That you see, like Eric Hipple getting hit, and those, dude, those are... Are we attempted murder? Exactly. <laughs> and the I mean, expectation was is that we gotta clear this guy's rung bell enough that he can get back in here and win this game. Yeah, he's our starting QB. We gotta put him back in the game. That's Somebody get some smelling salts under his shit. I don't care if he can remember what day it is or not. That can he throw the ten yard out? I mean, Troy said he don't remember playing the Troy Aikman said he doesn't remember the, I think, the third of the four years, uh, the championship game. No. Troy? One you, of the you went, years the, they you won, went to high school made... with him or something? Huh? Troy. Troy. You went to high school with him? Oh, Are we talking about gimmick. Troy Aikman, sir? You're the, best, you're the best gimmick ever. You're the best gimmick ever, huh? <laughs> hey, oh, 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 come on, bro. Friends is friends, bro. Come on, man. I mean, you know, dude, dude, dude. That's a, that's 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 the, that's the what he said. Bro, he had to say dude six hundred times last night. Dude, bro, that's weak sauce, bro. That's his other saying, weak sauce. <laughs> I mean, bro, remember? Oh, what hey. was the chick's name? What was the chick's name from um from Buck Rogers Hopper that uh he he was saying he cranked Eric off Ray. to? Yeah, Eric yeah, bro, I cranked off to her so many times, dude. I mean, she was tough. I mean, we talking. What's the word he kept saying when he when the chick was fine? I don't know. Oh, it was some word I can't remember. It was it was something I never heard before. Anyway, all right, uh, we'll keep going because Doc's getting frustrated with the Darren talk. Okay, uh, Doc. Any other thoughts on Sid Vicious? No. Let's go to Barry Windham now. He's being interviewed by Dusty Rhodes, and see what's going down here. The American Dream. You know, I'm standing here live today with one of the greatest athletes in the. Okay, I'm gonna hit play again. Look at Barry with the mustache and the glasses, and let's Look let's at talk Dusty about that. In a suit. Yeah, right. He's wearing a suit. He's trying to be God. like Geraldo Rivera and shit. <laughs> Dusty looks like he just busted one, and his eyes are rolling in the back of his head. Look at Come him right on. there. <laughs> All right, let's his, keep going. And his toes are going. And, oh, yeah. And Barry Wyndham right there looks like a drug dealer. <laughs> yes. 
He's the guy yo. hanging out in front of the Circle K with the old fucking Camaro that fucking needs a paint job. <laughs> Three. Each panel is a different color. Right. Standing <laughs> by the fucking payphone, sticking his finger in the little coin thing, trying to get it to, 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 to see if that water in it. I, I move a couple more ounces. I can get a new paint job at Earl Scheib. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's listen to it now. Here it is. History of wrestling. Barry Windham, an assignment for me like this is unusual. You know, uh, WCW gave me all this stuff to Where'd ask you, you but from, I'm not huh? going to ask you them questions. I want to ask you one thing. <laughs> when are you going to get your head straight? All these years, you had the ability to be the world's heavyweight champion. When are you going to get your head screwed on? My head straight. You know, for a guy that's recently retired, you want to know an awful lot. You used to have a lot of answers, but now you're just full of questions. So let me tell you what, I still have got all the tools. I've got everything that I need to acquire anything that I want and to accomplish anything I want. Let, if, hold if you will. Yeah, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Dusty's laughing. Over Dusty's the years, laughing. the four horsemen have dominated wrestling. Just my view, unbiased view that it is, unbiased. is that the four husbands now seem to be not as bad as they were. You need to tell me and the world about your standards with the four husbands, if you will. Well, I don't need to tell you anything about it that you don't already know, since you seem to know everything. But as on the onslaught, James J. Dillon, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, myself included, there have been many along the way that have wanted to be a horseman. But what we have always done as horsemen is we have always done for the good of the group. And what has happened is that now it has come time to do good for the one. I have got to take care of my own career. Ric Flair has got to take care of his own career. Arn Anderson, Sid Vicious, now, we all still run in the same group from time to time, but we know that there are things we have to take care of. And you, for a guy that's not so good at interviewing, seem to have it down real good. Well, thank you, Barry. One thing remains to be seen. Will the horseman be a force in 1991, or will the four men split for greener pasture? Okay. That's a very interesting promo because, I mean, we know Flair leaves, but if you just take that promo in a vacuum and look at it, what Barry says there is just really interesting. And it makes you, you know, think, oh, Dusty at this time, you must be thinking, you know, I got I to gotta get the belt on this guy. Let me, let me give him this promo time by himself. And, and Barry's really kind of like, it's time for me to take care of myself here. I mean, he blatantly says it. It's not like it's 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 even, you know, like he's not even trying to say it. He's just up front. I've got to take care of myself. And um, then he says there's nothing wrong with me, Arn, and Flair, but i got to look after myself. So, I don't know. It's a very interesting promo when you really listen to that and uh, you figure what Dusty may be thinking in his mind at that point. Doc, what did you think from it? I thought it was awful. I don't think it was awful. He just, he just basically broke up the horseman. And if you're going to do that, let's get some money out of it. I don't think he broke up the horseman. I mean, he, he all he said was it's time to take care of myself and not others. And then he also said there's nothing wrong with me, Arn, and, and, and Flair. 
I'm just looking after myself. Okay. So, I, mean, yeah. I think he should have said that. Well, he did say it. He just said it after taking care of himself. I think, if anything, Dusty's the one who's promoting the split. Because he's the one at the end saying, you know, are they going to split for greener pastures, baby? I hadn't decided if I'm going to split them yet. I, it, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when you know who's calling things, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm surprised he brought up Tully and, and JJ. I was, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess you, well, that's one of those things. You kind of, I'm kind of glad he brought it up because, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely. You, you got promotions nowadays that don't want to say things like that. It's like we know it happened. Right. Why are you trying to hide it? I mean, yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on it? Yeah. All right. Tommy Rich takes on Arn Anderson for the NWA mm. World TV title here. Uh, it's going to go to a time limit draw. Arn is very frustrated. He does hit Rich with a spine buster, but it's after the bell rings. Can you go back to one twenty eight thirty eight? One twenty-eight, thirty-eight. I sure can. Uh, let's see. Arn popped me here with his facials. All right. So we have one twenty-eight, thirty. Let's see what we got here. Shoots him off. Arn comes off the ropes. Tackle. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arn would bragging a little bit there. Uh, what else you got from it, Doc? If anything, what what I got I I had a drop in my signal there. What, what was I going said, on? What there? else do you, no no no? What else do you have from it other than it went to a time limit draw? Oh, bruh. Jr. tried to sell us here that Tommy Rich has given up thirty pounds in this match. Thirty pounds. Thirty. He said it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't catch that, but there's no way. I think it was 218 for Rich and 248 for Arn. Oh, no, no. Arn is not 248 pounds right here. <laughs> now, we've talked about how Tommy Rich has lost weight since he came back. Well, I mean, it's been over a year now, but he's definitely dropped weight. But uh, 30 pounds, no, not a chance. No way, no how. Uh-uh. It ain't happening. And I know you hate Tommy Rich, but this was a good match. I don't hate him. Oh yeah, right. Saying? You back? Oh, I know what happened. You you, you buried the shit out of him nonstop. Nobody hey. nobody comes on here and lies and works more than you. Yeah, I I, I no. say he's the great. Look, he's the greatest NWA World Champion of all time. What are you talking right. about? See, Before that's so unserious. He even he wouldn't say that. So, so that now makes I'm being you sarcastic. Unserious. That's bullshit, Michael. It really is. You need to get a grip on your behavior. Yeah, you got to stick with your lie. I don't know what y'all are talking about. You used to call him an alcoholic and a drug, drug addict. addict. I have no clue what you people are talking about. Right, and I right. never said we were going 16-0 and 0 either. Right. I, I've said it for weeks. Greatest NWA world champion of all time. That's that's such an unserious, ludicrous take on the show that you might ought to get fired and maybe at least suspended. Okay. <laughs> if I get suspended, the show won't no. come out. All right. Uh, what do you mean? We'll call. We'll call your replacement. Yeah, you who's, sure who's will. Your replacement. Who's who's going to call you? And are you going to tell them Somebody who you are? Somebody get Lance in the chair. 
He could probably oh, fiddle God. some dials. He went to SMU. <laughs> Lance and you doing a show would be. I want. I would love for that to happen. You and Lance to do a show together. Why? Y'all would get along great, and I wouldn't have to do anything. I could just sit there and just move the little slider on the TV and not have to say a word. It'd be great. Yeah. How come they sound so much different when they're from the same area? <laughs> what do I, you mean? Because Lance sounds funny? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> it's dirty wow. for that one. You're supposed to we had a we had a show memo a while back, a directive, if you will, to lay off a of Lance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh Carrie Von Eric defeated uh <laughs> uh 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 Chris Adams and that was in section A Pro <laughs> just a filthy son of a bitch you know that smu <laughs> is going to go to birmingham this year and drop a big contest against uab and he's not ready for that and you do this man we are recording this one four days before the real college football kickoff this weekend and i can't uh-huh. wait your your little weenie is real hard right now isn't it oh. red, and, just red and sore oh Oh, Red Rocket. No, maybe not Red Rocket. What? What? <laughs> What's that mean? I was being Christ. funny. Remember Mike has a Sunny little OnlyFans? <laughs> dude, that is the grossest thing ever. That dude had a little freaking bar-ass hot dog, man. Well, come on. He was stroking away like ink. Well, like, he's stroking away going now on? because she ain't there. Uh, he's really cranking hey, on that he's, yeah. sausage. All right, well, um, we're we're getting close to the end of this thing. We'll keep moving. Did you have anything else from Arn and Tommy Rich, the greatest world NWA world champion of all time? Um, first of all, I'm looking up who SMU has in this this coming up week. <laughs> he wants Wait. to see. While you're doing that, I'm oh let shit, you Mike, who do they got? No, my alma mater. Oh, North Texas. Oh, shut the now. fuck up. And, right. and we and we took care of business against UTEP last week, so you know oh, we're boy. ready. Big time. We're ten and a half point UTEP. underdogs. Ten and a half points against the the. It's the, on the right opponents. now. No, it's on Saturday night on the CBS Sports Network channel. Oh. I have Direct TV, so that'll be channel two twenty one. It, 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 uh, that comes on Hulu Plus or whatever. There you pay, go. Yeah. Pay fucking seventy five dollars a goddamn month for. Damn. Nobody's telling you to have cable and Hulu Plus at the same time. Yeah, right? that, that makes like no sense. It's not. That's a, why do you have cable Hulu Plus? Cause Michael. No, but you, you also not, told me you had Hulu. cable too. I don't have cable. I thought you said you had cable. No, what cable? Okay, well then, then why are you fussing okay. about Hulu Plus then? Yeah, why are you so mad? So much that shit. Fucking seventy-five fucking dollars. That's cheaper than cable. Oh, 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 great, great. Well, then let's fuck. Fucking. Well, go get cable and pay more money for it. Do you know what the cheap fucking cable? I'm not nineteen ninety-five. Do you know what the cheapest like package is on cable these days? It's more than seventy-five dollars on Hulu Plus. That's fucking crazy, bro. I was spending a lot. I was spending a lot more. 
on cable than I am with having Hulu Plus or Hulu Live, whatever the hell it's called. And I'm going to tell you something. That's what I have because I'm watching the, uh, the fucking Dodgers and the Mets right now on TBS. Well, we should be working on the show, but um, TV has never been worse than it is right now. I can't, I can't disagree with you. It's just so much shit, yeah. and nothing really stands out. Nothing it's stands like, out. It's like the, it's like shit. current wrestling. Yeah, it, it's, it's like you know what it's like. It's like a freaking golden corral buffet, right? right. It's that's modern TV. Mm-hmm. It's a golden corral buffet. It's nothing memorable. Um, I guess it can fill you, but it ain't really doing nothing for you. Yeah. And you really got to dig for stuff that's good and memorable. And there's no other way to say it. I mean, it's it's just TV's bad, bro. Like there's wow. series and stuff, but that's the other thing. A lot of the good shit you watch on demand. Like it's not even like something where you want to watch. I found one Harper, you know, because I like to I like to watch the, the series when I'm doing cardio. Mayans MC. Good yeah, stuff. That's the prequel to uh, Sons of Anarchy. I thought it was the. I thought I didn't think it was the prequel. I thought it was after. It's the prequel. Okay, it is the prequel. So I've seen. I haven't seen all of Sons of An uh, Sons of Anarchy. So I'm gonna have to watch that. But Mayans MC is good shit. I'm watching but, but, Ted Lasso. But again, you got to dig for... I mean, well, I guess you don't have to dig because that was on FX, but it's just... It's it's like Golden Corral, bro. There's a million options and none mm-hmm. of them are good. But you know what's still good? Sports. That's yeah. the only thing, bro. Sp- live sports drives it. Because, because it's live. And... It's, yep. and it's, it's, pre-de- it's not predetermined. Well, That's bullcrap. It's booked. The, come on. And, what well, the thing is, like, cause if you miss it, it's not like fucking like if you watch a new Game of Thrones, right? You just well, I'll fucking watch it fucking tomorrow. It's no big deal. But when a but like a Saints game comes on, you're watching that bitch now because you're not gonna watch it fucking tomorrow. Yep. You, you're gonna watch it on noon on Sunday, not tomorrow yep. or when you get around to it. Like it's you know. An episode of fucking the fucking dragons, the Game of Thrones deal. You're gonna watch it now. Speaking Agreed. of watching it now, we need to get through this show. Let's go to okay, Lex let's Luger. Let's do it, man. Uh, what what do you give this episode? What's no, no, no. We got we got two things. We got three things to do. First no. is Lex Luger. Here it is. States heavyweight champion right here at 6:05 tomorrow night. But I know that you are just days away from the long-awaited confrontation. With you and the Russian nightmare Nikita Koloff for the United States heavyweight Lugo! title. Lugo! You know Jim Ross. Hey, Lugo! He's good at fighting heads off downs. <laughs> Lugo! He's in the ring. Come on, baby, the- let's see what you're mad at. Come on, baby. Well, Nikita Koloff up on our interview area. Show me what you're mad at. Lex Luger is going there now, ladies and gentlemen. Luger and Koloff really kicking it. Look, man, I know that's not like uh, the greatest thing we've ever seen in wrestling, but that's actually how it is when people start talking shit to each other. They don't stand in the ring holding their dick for 30 minutes, cutting a 20-minute promo. Yeah, that's a good send-off. But that's not the end of the show. It's not the end of the show, but my point Uh is... Oh, fuck, no. 
We, Ooh, got no, it. No. we have a television main event next. Oh, I forgot yeah. waiting for me to say, we'll see you next week. Bye. Right, it's breaking down, but we will keep right. the cameras running. Oh, God. But 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 that's what you saw there is real. Like it's it's right. Yeah. You know, on Raw or even the AEW, we got to talk it out for 10 minutes first before anything maybe happens. Yeah, there's two matches, but they're quick. I don't know. So well, I, I like that. I, I like what they did. Right now, one man gang ain't gonna let this fool even get his jacket off. Yeah, yeah, gang about to about to lay into him. So the next match is one man gang who's out there with Teddy Long and Kevin Sullivan versus Ricky Nelson. Uh, it was a pitcher and pitcher from Ron Simmons who directs his hatred towards Teddy Long. He tells Teddy, "Whoever you send my way, you better make sure they're prepared." And then one man gang proceeds to just beat Ricky Nelson stupid. Um, gang is going to hit Nelson with the 747 and he wins, which is how it should be. And it should have happened quick. Good stuff here. Gang dominates. Um, and that's that doc. Did you have anything from this one? I think you just said it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was what it needed to be. Yeah. Did you see gang right there? He, he almost went into the Hakeem dance or the Hakeem dance. (laughs) Watch, watch, watch when he picks his hands up right here. Watch Harper. He's about to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You saw that? Uh-huh. He was about to go into the, the to the Akeem thing that he used to do, and thank God he didn't. But he wins. I guess it was a habit. Uh, from there, um, he beats down Ricky Nelson some more. Kevin Sullivan. I like it got when a, Sullivan does. I used to love it when they would do, him and Gary Hart would do stuff like this. Hart used to do that with uh, Mark Lewin too. And Kabuki. Same shit. Yeah. I like it. I don't know what Teddy's wearing. Look at Teddy. He's got jeans on. And a, Shirt tucked in. So then we go to Harper's favorite wrestler in the next match. It's um, El Igante versus Rip Rogers. (laughs) El Igante wins with the claw. uh, (laughs) Wow. Fucking. El Polo Telefono. (laughs) I want the belt. I want the belt. Yo quiero el cinturón. Good Rip Rogers. That perfectly, perfect mane of hair. But I tell you. All right, Doc, do you have anything from this? Uh, I got nothing. I guess not. Doc, you there? Mute? No, somebody walked in the room, got it. No, uh, bro, I, had to, I had to fucking sneeze and the shit wouldn't come out. So I was sitting there with my fucking mouth open like a dick was trying to get in, <laughs> waiting to fucking sneeze. And you're it's right nice. as it's about to hit, you're like, what are your thoughts on this just terrible match where the wrong guy won and yeah. there's the worst suplex ever? Eligante wins and I got nothing else from it. So on that note, we're almost... Uh, finishing up with this episode but before we get out of here we got to take care of some business um first off hard body hopper is still doing his video shout outs and life advice and relationship advice so if you'd like a video which i highly recommend that you get one from him email him to chris hopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com that's chris hopper 16 wildcat with a k at gmail.com and make sure you paypal him 20 bucks to cc30388 cc at yahoo.com that's cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Be very descriptive when you email him for what you want in your video. And uh, after you send him the email, then make sure you PayPal him 20 bucks. If you need props, make sure you PayPal him a little bit more so that he can get the props. That That's right. Um, 
So we also need to rate this thing and hand out some Rolexes. Uh, so we should take care of that now. So, Doc, what are you going to rate it? There was some good stuff on this show, and I enjoyed it. B+. Plus. I am right there with you, B+. Plus. Hopper? I'll give it a, I'll give it a B. All right. So we need to hand out a Rolex. Before we do so, I want to remind you, if you want more BTT content, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Look, we don't do ads. We're not filling this thing with 45 minutes worth of ads every single week. We're just out here talking old school wrestling, talking about many other things in the world. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Over 300 plus Patreon exclusive shows available for you now at that link sign up and enjoy it um so we got to give out the rolex now doc who are you giving the rolex to i'm gonna say that we got a time limit draw arn anderson match and that's enough to give me uh arn anderson for the rolex um so i was torn between arn and I thought Nikita was good. He His promo wasn't bad at all earlier in the episode. And then he comes out and jumps Luger, tells him, look over here. And, well, he didn't jump him, but they run towards each other and start brawling. So I'm going with Nikita. Harper, who are you giving yours to? I give it to Nikita. So this is like four to six weeks now straight, Doc, where we have not done really a reverse Rolex. And we've... Actually, legitimately. Well, your reverse Rolex way. goes to that jabroni right there. Yeah, I mean, that's too. What jabroni might that be for those not watching on the video version? The the, the oh. brown giant. Oh, 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 come on. Ho, ho, ho. Brown giant. Ding. You're an idiot. You know that? Yeah, come on. Grow yeah, up. come on. No, for real. Grow up. No, for real. Grow up. The brown giant. What did Harper call him? A Latin telephone pole? He's a Latino telephone pole. I mean, technically he's Argentinian, but okay. Well, that's Latino. But, but he's from Argentina, Harper. Right. So why don't you just specify he's Argentinian? Because he doesn't know the difference between South American and Mexican. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Mexico is in Central America. There you oh, go. Hey, Mr. Geography over here. Mr. Geography. Right. Give that man yeah. the blue pie and trivial pursuit. And so where term, is and the term Latino is that if your ancestors came from a country where they spoke language that was based off of Latin, that's where I, the term I, Latino comes from. Okay. Hispanic Hispanic is if you're from if your ancestors were the Spaniards. That's the difference, Michael. So you can tell then, you can tell he's been studying up on the on the uh, he, brown ladies. He's studying up nothing. Out. So what did you? How do you figure out when the Spanish came to the Americas and discovered America, even though it wasn't discovered if there were people here? Then what do you call the people who then mingled with the true natives of the land? If they were Spaniards and they mixed with the actual Mexicans of that time. 
Wait, what? Are they Hispanic or are they Latino? You can be either, but the term oh, okay. Hispanic. Here's the thing: Italian is technically Latino. If you're Greek, it's technically Latino. Technically. <laughs> By the pure definition of the word. Somebody out there is listening to this and taking this serious. That might be scary. That might be a waste of your time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so we rated it. We handed out a bunch of Rolexes. Uh, what else do we need to take care of before we get out of here, Doc? The tagline? No, nah, I'm trying to think. Did we miss anything? Did we miss anything? Oh, let me shout anything. out our friends. Uh, let me shout out our friends out there. Uh, check out our vantage point, the Wrestle Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Prue and JV. They handle the ECW show on our Patreon feed and also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin called the Bottom Line Cast. So check them out as well. Just search Bottom Line Cast wherever you get your pod- podcast from and search OVP, our vantage point, wherever you get your podcast from as well. Uh, on that note, I think we don't have anything else. So I will ask uh, you, Doc, do you have anything before I throw it to Hopper? No. Nope. All right. Sounds like a plan. Hit the tagline, Hopper. Let's roll. Book it, biatch.